So we are live with another Andrew expert interview show. So today we have a special guest, Daniel Schultz, and he's going to teach three different things. One is mindset, sales, and coaching. So are you guys excited? If you're excited, tell me excited in the comment and put hashtag live if you are watching live and post like hashtag replay if you're watching replays. Okay. So welcome, Danny, to our show. How are you, Danny? Doing good. Thank you so much for having me here. Excited to uh, speak with you and your community. Looks like we have some comments coming in. I see my brother Sahil in the comments. Good to see you, my bro. Awesome, awesome. So, uh, Danny, uh, just wanted to quickly can you, can you just and introduce uh, to our community. They are very excited to uh, learn from you. So, what do you do? And uh, tell us some backstory how you got journey online journey. Yeah, so um, you know, I'm a mindset and a business coach. Um, I'm NLP certified, so you know, I did a lot of studying on the inner workings of like the subconscious and unconscious mind and how it can affect you know how you move forward in life. And before I was an actual coach uh, helping business owners, I've done sales for many years. So for like the last 18 years, I was teaching people how to do sales. Um, I've had offices in the Empire State, State Building in New York City. I had a team of 200 people in Wall Street in the stock market. And I was always responsible for teaching them how to do the actual selling over the phone, but also the mindset, you know, because a lot of times in business and in life and in sales, especially, you know, we go through ups and downs and it's a matter of keeping people confident, keeping them consistent. So I would do like various um, mindset work with NLP. So I would teach them like hypnosis and different things to kind of get them back into the mode of doing very well. Um, but, you know, like I had so much passion in doing that, but I wanted to always start my own coaching business for, for many, many years. And when the pandemic started, I kind of used that as the catalyst to really start my own business from home. And I started doing uh, fitness training. That was my first online business as an actual fitness trainer and doing organic marketing for fitness training, going into Facebook groups. Just in five weeks, I did over $18,000 in sales. So once I knew that like I was able to, to make it work online, I started shifting to teaching fitness trainers at first how to do organic marketing. Then I started working with affiliate marketers. Now I basically work with anyone that is trying to make money online and they're looking to either shift their mindset to get in the place for success or teaching them the marketing and the sales and the branding to go out and really charge what they're worth. Awesome. Awesome. So how do you think like, uh, what is the, uh, the role of mindset in any business? What? I mean, it's, 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 it really comes down to, you know, you have to believe that you can be successful before success will ever happen for you. You know, belief is always the, the first step. Um, so many entrepreneurs, when they first start, they have imposter syndrome. How can I charge this much if I don't have clients? Or how can I compete with someone who is already successful? So I always say, like, your only competition is you. You can't focus on anyone else. You have to just get out of your own way and really realize that you can be successful. You can be very good at things, even though you may fail 
sometimes you need to fail forward and use it as a lesson to learn to get better. And belief is always the first step. You have to believe that you can achieve before things will happen for you. Exactly. Thank you. So, Nick, one of the biggest challenges face you mentioned that imposter syndrome, and sometimes also they face that okay, uh, I don't have this kind of experience. How can I teach them? So, what do you? How do you teach them? How do you shift their mindset from having less experience to uh, teaching the, the and high-paying clients? Right. So, I mean, the biggest thing to remember is we all have to start somewhere. Tony yeah. Robbins had to start somewhere. Michael Jordan had to start somewhere. We all had to start somewhere, right? So, um, I think the best advice is stop trying to fake it until you make it. Don't make up results if they're not real. That's the first thing. Okay. Number two, don't be scared to tell people that you are doing a program that is beta. And what I mean by beta is you let people know I'm building this program brand new and you are the first 10 people that are coming into this program. So I'm giving it to you at a discounted rate, but you're going to tell me what you like and don't like about the program. We're going to make it good together. And then as you go through the program, you'll give me some testimonials and then I can use that to actually raise my prices and go from maybe my entry of $1,000 to charge 3,000 or 5,000. But you have to understand, we all start somewhere. So you know, don't try to do something you're not. Don't try to appear as an expert if you're not. Let people know that I'm new in the coaching scene. I'm new in this industry, and I'm looking to take on people that would wanna work with me in the beginning because you're gonna get all of me, and I'm gonna really invest myself to make you successful, to help you grow. Uh, that, that's great. So a uh, few people also get stuck with like finding their niche, what they should teach, what, what area they should focus on. They have so many things like affiliate marketing, uh, doing crypto, doing uh, the marketing uh, agency services. So how they can find their niche? So, I mean, when it comes to that, I think, you know, you have to first realize that it's not just about money. You know what I mean? Like for me specifically, if somebody asks me, Danny, can you just teach me how to make money? I always follow up with another question. Why do you want to make money? Because if you're just trying to make money, I don't want you as a client. I want people that want to help people that want to solve a problem, you know? So I think the first thing is you have to get clear on your why. Why is it important to me to start a business and be successful? Well, maybe I want to help support my family and my children. Okay. So maybe we can look at that. Maybe there are other people that are struggling that want to learn how to make money as a parent. So we can start with that niche, right? So I think the best way to look at like who you want to help is look within. Look at, look at the struggles that you have had and how you've overcome them and then use that as fuel to maybe motivate others that have a similar issue. Like for me, my first business, as I mentioned, was as a fitness trainer. And, you know, you see my profile picture. I've got my muscles and I'm in a tank top. But if I showed you pictures of me two years ago, I was 280 pounds. I was very heavy, you know, and I had a lot of struggle because, as I mentioned, I was working in an office training people in sales 70 hours a week. I didn't have the energy to go to the gym and then I would come home and I have my children. So I didn't have the time to work out and I started gaining a lot of weight. Um, and then one day my daughter just told me, you know, I wish you had more energy to play with me. And that's what the, that was the fuel that I needed. That's the spark that I needed to kind of get healthy again, to start working out again, to, to get myself better. So I realized, you know, if I can do it, I'm sure there's a lot of other parents that are struggling online to do the same thing. And that's how I created my niche when I first started. 
I looked at the problems that I had and how I fixed those problems. And then I reached out to other people that have a similar issue because I had experience in fixing that problem. That, that is a great. Now, uh, yeah. So the next question would be that how you find your customer. Now you don't have any audience at the first. You're just starting out uh, in your journey. And uh, all, all people say that or do organic, do that. But how you approach that like, organic yeah. marketing? So, I mean, the thing about Facebook that's amazing, number one is you have 1.5 billion people that sign into Facebook and use it every day, right? And, and the beautiful thing about Facebook is they have all of these groups. They have groups for people that want to lose weight. They have groups for affiliate marketing. They have groups for coaching, for this and for that. So once you first get clear on what your why is, you need to go into these Facebook groups. You need to find where your ideal client is hanging out. And the thing to remember is you're not supposed to go into these groups and just start selling your program, selling your offer, because number one, it's not allowed. You cannot do promotion. So what I would suggest that you do is lead from giving value. If you're looking to help somebody with affiliate marketing, then you're going to go into a group and you're going to look for posts where people are saying, I'm looking to make extra money. How can I do that? And again, when you answer, don't just say, yeah, you can do it by clicking my affiliate link. Instead, give them some value. Well, what you can do is you can look at creating some kind of a lead magnet and you can build an email list and you can create some kind of training, you know, and if they answer, open up a messenger with them. Again, do not sell right away. Don't just say, hey, this is my affiliate link. Say, hey, Cigar, it was nice meeting you. And I saw that you really resonated with the post I put in the Facebook group. Tell me a little bit about what you're doing. You get to know them. Then you let them know, well, I'm actually a coach and I teach people affiliate marketing. You know, I have a free Facebook group and in that group, I do a lot of good training. I think you'd be a good fit for it. And you nurture them through a journey to the point where they're going to want to buy from you and you still don't have to sell. That's the key. And that's the biggest mistake a lot of marketers make online. It's that they just try to throw their sale in somebody's face. They just try to send the link out and hope that they're going to click on it. But it's not that easy. You have to actually establish a relationship with people, find where they're hanging out, try to solve their problem, become somebody that they can look up to, somebody that they can you know, want to work with. Cool. So what is the right time like you mentioned in uh, one thing that uh, you get uh, 10 bookings every week? So yeah. how do you keep up with your consistently that, okay, I should get at least 10 booking for the next one month consistently? How do you get that? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, you hit the nail on the head. It's consistency, right? Like I don't skip a day without going into Facebook groups and reaching out to my target audience. I always make sure that my emails go out. I make sure that I do a training every week in my Facebook group and every week I do it. So it's a matter of just being consistent. But, you know, I, I'm able to book sometimes 20 calls in a week, sometimes 15 calls in a week, but majority it's always, I try to aim for getting 10 people into a call with me every week. And that's just from leveraging organic marketing. I go into the groups every single day. I make sure I spend time engaging with people and answering questions. I make sure I post at least two to three times a week, if not every day, right? Um, and then I make sure that I open up messenger conversations. So I have 10 to 15 new messenger conversations a day. So as long as you are consistent, 
you will build up that momentum. And then naturally over time, you'll see that it'll start to translate into booking calls every week. Like when I first started, I was booking maybe two to five calls a week. So I realized I have to do more engagement. I have to prime the feed. I have to go in the groups. So it's just a matter of holding yourself accountable. You know what I mean? Like once you have the plan, today I'm going to go in this group. I'm going to post here. I'm going to do this. Then it's a matter of execution and staying consistent. Exactly. So uh, like uh, once you talk to them, like how do you open up uh, like conversation with them? Is it you outreach them or you like... Uh, ask them to outreach like how do you uh, to start conversation with them yeah so i mean you know it, it happens in a few ways because if anytime i get on a conversation with somebody and they're brand new like we just connected you know i'm going to try to get to know them a little bit but ultimately my main goal is to get them to my facebook group because in my in my facebook group every monday i do a new training on sales or mindset or branding and i know that you know, they may not want to book an appointment now, but if they see one or two of my trainings, they're most likely going to want to be receptive to booking a call. So again, it's it's not a matter of like everyone I talk to, I have to send them the link to the calendar, right? You have to get past that. You have to realize that sometimes people may need one or two or maybe three, four, maybe five different times of seeing you, seeing your training, seeing your posting before they're ready to actually book the call. So you have to make sure you always start the conversation very well and you also leave from a place of being you know with with integrity right leading with a good term making sure you follow up hey i see you joined the facebook group and you watched the training last week did you like the training oh awesome maybe we should set up a call now do you feel like you're ready so it's just really a matter of like proper execution proper following up you know and just making sure that you're really building a good relationship with people that's the key cool. So uh, uh, now the next step would be like closing the deals. Like, so how do you close the deals on the call itself? Like, how many duration it took? Like, but the uh, closing rate, uh, it may be ten days or the, in the same date. Like, how do you average? Yeah, um, you know, with sales, like you have to understand, not everybody is going to buy from you right there, right? Mm -hmm. So some people you need to follow up with, especially when you're selling a high ticket. You know what I mean? Like I'm not selling a hundred dollar coaching program. I'm selling a program that's a few thousand dollars. So some people may need to take a weekend to think about it. They may need a week. Some people have, I've talked to, and then a month later they came back, you know, but it, it's really a matter of like reading how the person is perceiving what you're telling them, right? And asking questions when you're on the call. So many people, when they're trying to get on these sales calls, all they do is talk, 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 talk. You have to listen just as important as you talk. Listening is more important sometimes than actually speaking. And it's a matter of you ask the right questions, you build a good rapport with someone, you know, and then you present the offer to them. And if they see the value, sure, we can sign up now. But if they say, I need to think, that doesn't mean that you just say, all right, whatever, call me when you're ready. You have to build a good relationship. You say, you know what, take the time that you need. I'm here for you when you're ready. But remember, I can't want you to be successful more than you want to be successful. So let me know when you're ready. I'd be happy to follow up with you in a week or in two weeks. You know, it's it, the key is to really make sure just as you do in messenger, just as you do uh, in, in, in anything, you start off well and you leave very well as well with the good rapport. That's great. So how do you, Danny, like, how do you nurture them? Uh, like, uh, what are the ways you nurture them? Uh, we, you talked about how you generate the leads 
So what is the process you follow to nurture them? Is it email or anything like follow? Yeah. Um, I mean, ultimately, I'd like step one would be get you to my Facebook group, right? Because when wow. I invite you to the Facebook group, one of the questions just to get into the Facebook group is please provide your email so I can give you access to free training. Now I can nurture you in the Facebook group through my training once a week but you also get a daily email through a nurturing sequence, you know, and, and the key to that is if you're in my group and on my email list for two weeks to a month, by then you are definitely warm and you're ready for me to kind of follow back up. So not only do I try to engage you in the beginning when we first meet, but after about a month, I always go through my messenger and I look back to the conversations that I've had and I follow up. Hey, how's it going? I haven't spoken to you in two weeks. I saw that you joined my group. Are you liking the emails? Did you like the training? You know, maybe now I feel like you might be ready to actually have a, a strategy call and there's no pressure or anything. I'm just going to let you know how my program works and see if we're a good fit to work together. But, you know, following up is key, right? And yeah, and I think the best thing that anyone can do is build an email list because what happens if Facebook stops tomorrow? What happens if Instagram and TikTok and Clubhouse and YouTube go away tomorrow? What are you going to do? So if you have the email list, that's traffic that you own, right? Just like Russell Bronson says, have the traffic you own. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. So now, Danny, uh, the thing is, uh, look, what is the number one closing secret do you use, like uh, to close your clients? Any closing techniques you use? Yeah. You so one thing that I do. Um, pretty much in every sales consultation I have is I like to use a tactic that's called tie downs and tie downs are a way for me to ask a question that will get a definitive yes answer. Because if I can get the client to agree with me, maybe five or 10 times during the course of the presentation, when I actually present the price, if they are a little hesitant, I can use the fact that they kept agreeing with me as leverage. Right. So for example, okay, so cigar with my training, I can look to teach you organic marketing and branding. Now, if I could actually train you and you can get results where you can go from the thousand dollars you're at now to $10,000 a month, you would be really excited to take my training. Wouldn't you? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And if, and if I could give you that training that could help you to grow your marketing and your sales, you would be a very happy client, right? So when I'm th going through the consultation, I will try to find five to 10 different points in the conversation where I can ask a question that will give me a yes answer. Because then, then at the end, when, you know, John is saying, Danny, this sounds really good, but I just need to think things over. I can leverage those yeses. Listen, I understand you need to think this is obviously a big decision, right? But I want you to know, number one, I help a lot of people in your situation all the time. And if we go back and look at where we were in this conversation, you agreed with me that if you stayed in the same position of your business, that it wouldn't really progress, right? You also saw the value of being able to increase your sales production. And you saw the benefit of having somebody help you instead of trying to figure out on your own, right? So when was the last time that you said no to something you know you see value in? And then you put it on them. And then they start to think like, well, I'm agreeing that I like the way that he's coaching and I like the tactics he's using and I like the way that his training sounds, why am I saying no? So if you just start to actually ask the right questions and get the client to agree with you 
throughout the conversation, that's one of my number one sales tips that I that I usually tell people. Get them to start agreeing. Get them to start saying yes. Subconscious mind is fitting with yes, then I think the next follow question would be yes. Great. Uh, that's great. Awesome. So yeah. now uh, you have, uh, I think, coaching program that is, what is all about the dream client accelerator? I just saw a post. Uh, yeah few days back so what is that like yeah so i mean i've been doing my own coaching for the last year and a half you know and my program was mindset and you know branding and marketing and sales but i started the dream clients accelerator uh back in february so currently we have 14 people in that intake and mm -hmm. <clears throat> i actually teamed up with one of my old students so funny story about that. This guy, Justin, that I worked with, um, I used to teach him sales on Wall Street in 2014. He was one of my number one sales reps. Like he was one of the best guys that worked for me. And I taught him the sales and I taught him how to do very well. He decided to travel the world and he left my company in 2015. He just said, I love you, Danny, but I'm going to go and travel the world. And, you know, just a little backstory with Justin. He was always the guy that would tell me, Danny, you should be some kind of an amazing coach. You should really be, I see you like, like a Tony Robbins and Grant Cardone kind of person. You should be like this sales guy. And I would always laugh. You know, I'd say, yeah, maybe one day, maybe one day, maybe one day. But now fast forward to last year around October, Justin sent me a friend request on Facebook. And he said, Danny, I can't believe you're actually a coach now. Like for many years, I told you to do this and I finally see you're doing it for yourself. So he hired me as his coach again, and I was teaching him how to grow organically. So from October to December, he booked 20 clients himself in his high ticket program. And then at the beginning of the year, he said, you know what, let's team up because he leverages, he's like a copywriter and a high ticket sales closer. I have the mindset, the branding and the marketing. So we put it together and now we created the dream client accelerator mastermind. So we work with entrepreneurs, affiliate marketers, and coaches that, you know, they may be at $1,000 a month, $2,000 a month. They just haven't gotten to $10,000 a month or better. And what we do in my training is we teach you how to create your beta offer, how to raise your price, how to teach you sales, how to organically go into groups. And we help you to go from zero to 5K to 10K a month consistently. That's what we're doing now in the Dream Client Accelerator program. That's awesome, Danny. So, uh of questions from the audience so uh must say uh, do you mind to share your offer ladder and uh, do you just offer one offer okay okay good question so i have multiple offers and i think everybody should have a low ticket a mid ticket and high ticket right so my low ticket is just mindset work so if somebody is having confidence issues imposter syndrome limiting beliefs I offer timeline reset and it's NLP coaching. So I actually do four sessions with you where I go into your unconscious mind and I help you to relieve like trauma or confidence issues. That's my low ticket offer. Um, and then I also have a copywriting course that I sell. That's like, I sell that for 50 bucks just to kind of get people indoctrinated into my training. I have a mess into message formula, which I sell for $500. That's another low ticket offer that I have. And then my offer ladder for my high ticket in the Dream Client Accelerator, it's a six-week coaching, uh, six-week course that you go through, and it's on a drip feed. So you can't go to week two until you go through week one. 
So you go through the six weeks and that teaches you organic marketing. It teaches you sales. It teaches you mindset. And it teaches you how to create your first beta offer and launch your coaching program. And it also comes with a six-month mastermind. And that's my high ticket. So my, my high ticket is a six-week course with a six-month coaching program where you mastermind with me, Justin, and the other 14 entrepreneurs that are currently in the intake. So yeah, another question is like how much time do you spend on Facebook groups? Very good question. So I spend an hour a day on Facebook, one hour a day. Um, I break it up into, you know, sequences. So 15 minutes of the day, I'm warming up the feeds. So I'm on my newsfeed. I'm answering questions, commenting, engaging, showing support to the people that follow me. Another 15 minutes, I'm in the Facebook groups and I'm answering questions. I'm trying to see where there are, you know, areas that I can lend my expertise. So that's 30 minutes of the day. And then the other 30 minutes of the day is messenger conversations. That's great. Uh, so when to start pitching your product? Um, so, I mean, I hate the word pitch because it's not really pitching, you know, like my strategy call is really a conversation. First, we, 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 we go through what I call the rapport building segment, the assessment, really just trying to find out what the issues the client is having. You know, what's holding you back from seeing success? What are your goals? Where would you like to go? Uh, where do you see yourself in the next three months, in the next six months? Just really kind of digging into the client and seeing where they currently are. And then I get into my presentation. We talk about what my coaching looks like, how I feel like I could help them, giving them some value. I don't pitch the actual product until I'm on the call for about 45 minutes. You shouldn't talk about price until you're at 75% done with your consultation because after the price comes the close, right? So we don't want to start in the first five minutes and talk about our price. So I think that for any sales consultation, you should always start with discovery questions finding out the client's goal, right? Telling them a little bit about yourself, what your program can do, and then leading into the close and the price. That's awesome. Uh, that's great. So last question, Danny, from my side, that is like, what the uh, number one mistake you did during your journey that you wanted to help uh, advise them not to that, do that same mistake again and again? Yeah, so, absolutely. Um, yeah. When I first started doing fitness, that was my first online business. I was just going into groups and trying to give everybody my offer. I was going into Messenger and sending everybody a link to my my, my funnel to, to purchase. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. I learned the hard way. I'm telling you, don't do that. Lead with value. Stop trying to sell people all the time, right? And when you open up a Messenger conversation, do not send people a paragraph say, hello, it's nice to meet you. Have a conversation. Don't just send them something that's pre-written. Don't just send them something very large because people look at that as very spammy. So that would be my main advice. Stop trying to sell people right as soon as you meet them and actually take the time to make connections with people. Make connections and give value first, then nurture them, then you make a good sales. Yes. So, yeah. so uh, now uh, the thing is, uh, so we are at the end of this presentations and uh, so guys let us know what do you learn and what are the key takeaways from this sessions and i would like to thank you all of you and danny to 
come to our show and uh, we'll really honor to have you in our show and thanks all the participants who joined and more than 15 to 20 people join live that's great and thank you all guys and thanks danny again and uh, we'll see you again inside our show uh, with another uh, achievement another landmark another teachings another knowledge okay that's great so thanks, thank you everybody